now. Rick Solom and Brad Williams. Wisdom. It's the first day of school. It's the first day of school. All right, I have Brad Williams in here from Wisdom because Brad was watching Governor Tony Evers shoot some hoops today. Over I at- was getting nostalgic for being in school. Actually, because... <laughs> And all these kids out at Northwoods. Yeah. And, and then they were on the playground and they were over at their their uh, garden where they've been growing pumpkins and kale and so on and then running around the fields. And it's like, yeah, school was cool. You didn't grow. So long ago. I didn't. Brad, I, you I, didn't grow kale and. No, in we didn't. No. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that we were watching. We didn't. Uh, no, we didn't have a school garden because our, our school had, of course, a blacktop. <laughs> Everything surrounding the school was blacktop. Yeah, so you could play dodgeball because you exactly. let kids play dodgeball back when dodgeball, you went to school. Yeah, yeah, and then then you slide down the slide and hit the uh, hit the bottom <laughs> and hit that and yeah and fall off the swing and whatever. The eagle's nest. We had a huge yeah. eagle's nest. Do you, do you e- have one eagle's of those? Nest, we had big, monkey bars. Like a big, uh, well, it was essentially a bunch of monkey bars, but it was like an upside down. It looked like an eagle's nest. No, we didn't out. have eagle's nest. Oh, man. We had it wasn't huge... until the 80s, of course, that we made sure, well, you got to put wood chips and, and rubber and that sort of thing underneath all the, the playground equipment because it's dangerous. And now a good thing they do that because we got white-haired Governor Tony Evers running around <laughs> out there. And yeah. he might and yeah. Brad Williams, yeah. you guys yes. might fall over. And good thing we have oh, this nice soft gosh. surface. Yeah, well, but... it, yes, the governor... Was here and the uh, the new school superintendent uh, uh, Jill Underley was here as well, and uh, they were taking a tour. Uh, they're taking a tour around the state. They were in Green like, Bay, literally... Green Bay at eight thirty this morning, and then they had to have flown over to Eau Claire to get there by ten thirty. Yeah, and then they came down at one o'clock for Northwoods. Yeah, it's funny because they they quite literally toured around the state, they and just they have hit. more tomorrow. Madison, Milwaukee. You think Evers like hoteled it last night in Green Bay? I don't. He might have. Because man, that's an early start. Well, you got to if you're going to shoot the... hoops with uh, second graders, you know. Well, right. Yeah, you don't want to get up, <laughs> have to get to Green Bay by eight twenty or whatever it was from Madison. I mean, he's flying, but you still got to get. It's not right. like he's ch- maybe he choppered over. I don't know. Could be. Um, Governors are... can do that, you know. All so. right. So, but the, the the there is a bit of an issue here, right? Like governor comes here and. Uh, as a news organization, we didn't get to talk to him. Uh, no, I mean we. No, it was basically uh, a photo op. Photo op, yeah. yeah. Which we have good photo ops, and the kids are very enthusiastic and 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 uh, running and jumping and 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 shooting hoops, obviously, and uh, they were they were excited about it. But uh, it it was just a bit odd that, uh, and especially with the new school superintendent who was just elected this year, that uh, I think that's the first. One of the first times she's been here since the election, we didn't really get a chance to talk to her about uh, schools. It was just here's the governor who, who before he became governor, his his career was in education, mm-hmm. and so you know he was teacher in Toma and superintendent there and in many other places. So uh, it was it was good to see him. He's obviously still very interested in schools. And so it was, and you're looking at some of the pictures there of, uh, of Governor Evers trying to shoot a basket. Yeah, well, how, what do you think of his, it doesn't look like he's got much of a follow through there, but it's just one picture. Just, it, just about, he, he may have gotten a couple of shots off, but they didn't go in. Most of the, the shots did not go in for the 20%. kids there either. Yeah, no, less Evers, than that. Less than 20%. Yeah, well. Um, no, he only shot a couple times. He only, okay, and. And here, here's the other thing. Like it's right. it's cool. They're cool pictures. Yeah. 
But the kids have no idea who Governor Tony. Like they were. Ta- it's like we have a very special guest here today. He's the governor of the whole state, and it's like wow. And, and we were told that once they found out who he was, they were more interested in talking to him. Okay, so, so they kind of yeah. had an idea of like yeah. because you tell yeah, me, and you, and you had fifth graders there who have some uh, an experience of knowing what's in the news. So you tell me, as a fifth grader, the governor is here. I'm gonna be like, I don't know, the gov my my dad works on gov you know governors on the tractor or something <laughs> like that. That's what I'm gonna. Not think. bad, governor. Oh man. <laughs> um, I I think their question would have been like, so you, you didn't bring Giannis. You didn't bring Giannis into Kumbo. <laughs> well, see, that would have gotten a lot more attention. Right. Sure, if he had brought Giannis, if he had brought, brought Chris Middleton or somebody yeah, bring, like that, yeah. Yeah, if you're going to shoot hoops at Northwoods Elementary, bring somebody on the Bucks that who just won, and then just take just them around the state. Won the, the with NBA. You. You know? like, yeah, it's so. like, isn't there somebody you could sneak away from? Packers training camp for and a day that you could do that. And that's Dr. Aaron Engel. And you talked to the Northwoods principal. The Northwoods principal, which yes. is. Yeah, hold, hold, Lori, okay. Lori, uh, yeah. Because Carrie, we, Carrie. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, there are lots of names. Carrie is the uh, the school super. Human. The, Carrie. Uh, there are a lot of human Google. Human Google because there are a lot of things on Google. You, you put, in, put up a name and you get three million responses. That's why. Yeah. No, Carrie is the uh, the principal at Northwoods, so we got to talk. And to we her. talked to Dr. Aaron Engel, the Lacrosse yesterday. School Superintendent, yesterday, and we did mention Northwoods Elementary. I'm not going to remember the because right. I couldn't pronounce Baccalaureate. it. Baccalaureate. Baccalaureate. Do you remember what, uh, what? Baccalaureate is is the more academic sort of thing. You know, a broad area of academics because when. When I was in high school, ages ago, we would have the baccalaureate ceremony two nights before the graduation, mm-hmm. which is mainly uh, all the uh, when they'd give out the academic honors. Here's who got the best grades in English. Here's the best grades in science, and that sort of thing. Yeah, and that school is now a baccalaureate. Yes, school. and there one of the uh, things they did. They had uh, there were some of the smaller kids uh, it, at uh, Northwoods. They were. Uh, uh, and uh, I think he he must have been their Spanish teacher who was leading them, and, and he was, and, and, uno, dos, and, and where do you have that? Aquí, whatever. Yeah, because Engel <laughs> said that, you know, they, they teach Spanish at the school. Do you think, uh, was this recess time, or did they get to go outside this, with the, the governor? This was uh, early afternoon, so it's not really recess. This was more like okay. the special and time to go out and uh, gather around and meet the governor. When you had recess, did you ever get put on the wall for being, like, getting in trouble? We did got I put, get on, the put on the wall. We have to stand on the wall for five minutes if we did something, uh, you know, we threw a ball or said something naughty, or you know what I mean? Well, I tried to stay out of trouble. You tried to stay, so. But, no, we, I don't remember standing against the wall. We had recess. stay after school. Recess patrol officers. We had that. Have to go see the principal. Okay, so, no, Brad didn't get in trouble when he had. Couple of times. Couple of times in second grade, and that was it. Okay. Because I didn't know better. All right, I give you 38 seconds to get to the the newsroom. That's Brad Williams, Wisdom News. Uh, over at Northwoods Elementary today, where the governor was. The governor was just here a week ago, I should ask Brad, but he was uh, just south of here. Uh, was he in Prairie du Chien? I can't remember. Um, so it wasn't like we haven't been able to talk to the governor lately, but we didn't get to talk to the governor today or the new school superintendent of the state, Jill Underly. And um, kind of it kind of stinks, but they also like they tried to hit every corner of the state, uh, probably on a tight schedule. Uh, only enough time to shoot some hoops, look at the garden over there, get some pictures with kids, talk to some teachers, which is probably more important. Talk to some teachers and uh, talk to some kids. What's school like? First day of school. Um, all right. Did you get your pictures on Facebook yet? 
pictures of your kids. Facebook's just going to be for for people who uh, like that stuff. All their friends' kids' first day of school pictures. All right, we'll be back after this. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Did any of you get creative with your first day of school pictures? I did see a couple. It's always uh, the, the funny ones are when the adults are going back to school and it's their first day of school pictures. Those are always the funniest pictures. Uh, I have too many tabs open. The computer is literally locking up on me. So it's super fun to try to uh, pull up my notes uh, when the computer does that. I'm just going to close some of these tabs. The computer is getting to the point where there's just, it's getting full. And then it starts to run a little slower. You ever have that? I think all my parents' laptops are like that. I'm just like, what are you guys putting on these computers? And then they just run just like they're 100 years old. I don't know. Uh, up on wisdomnews.com, there are a couple of stories. Uh, a lacrosse man made a plea deal uh, for being part of the Capitol riots. Some people call this the insurrection. It's a cool word. I don't know if it was an insurrection. Um, and then the idea that you know some people want to talk about if it was a, a planned thing. I'm guessing that... It wasn't completely planned. <laughs> the idea that all these people went there and they were part of some some secret plan to overthrow the government. But it will be interesting if anyone gets charged for, you know, if there's like a like a government official gets charged for something like that, or they just covered up, just cover that. We won't get to know that stuff. Heads never roll like that. Really, this very very seldom do do heads like that roll. Um, I was talking to a friend who lives in California about the recall election there. And and I think Gavin Newsom's the governor and he could be recalled. And that person's a Democrat, but they don't like Gavin Newsom. And they're happy to do a recall because of his handling of everything that's wrong in California. Homelessness, the, the, the utility companies blaming for the wildfires. And it's like, well... Heads should roll, right? If this utility company isn't doing its thing and there's wildfires seemingly all the time in California, like who's in jail? Who's going to jail for that? <laughs> I was kind of waiting for, for that shoe to drop. Uh, yesterday, and this story's on wisdomnews.com, we had a whole bunch of people show up at the Cooley Recovery Center from Brad Path to, to State Senator Brad Path to Assembly Rep Jill Billings. Mitch Reynolds, um, and a couple of mothers, essentially, who lost their kids. And just to, na- to recognize na- National Overdose Day, uh, part of that part of that talk from from Jill Billings was just the that legislation. And we had Jill on a couple of weeks ago to talk about this as well. Legislation going through Madison to increase punishments for those who deal and and maybe create. I don't know if it's create, but deal fentanyl and how fentanyl is kind of the cause of a lot of these overdose deaths. We're on pace to have more overdose deaths than 40. We had last year, we had 40. We're on pace to quote unquote beat that. I don't know if beats the best word there. Um, outpace, we're outpacing that. How about that? 
uh, at this point. And I think Jill said that 10 of the last 11 overdose deaths here were due to fentanyl in some way or shape or form. And so they have legislation to increase the penalties there. But uh, if you didn't hear Mayor Mitch Reynolds yesterday talked about his sister who died of an overdose death. He says he, she didn't want to live. Um, it could have been a suicide. Um, the two mothers had their own individual stories where, you know, they seemed, I think one was getting married and they were in the process of wedding planning. And then all of a sudden her son is dead. And the other one was clean for a while. And then she said, drugs took him back. Like drugs took over again or something like that. And he had been clean for a year and then just got back into that. And we talk about punishing fentanyl dealers or drug dealers. And, you know, we, we can keep doing that, but we, we, we should also work quite a bit on the other side of this and Hey, where's the, I think one of the mothers complained that, you know, she, she got her son into detox one day, but to get him into rehab insurance wouldn't cover it. And, and I don't, I'm not going to pretend to know whether or not you need to have insurance cover getting somebody into rehab or how the state would work with you, or maybe the County would work with you to get you into rehab. But I would like to think that if somebody needs to go into rehab, that they can go into rehab and we shouldn't have to think too much about it. It shouldn't be like, gee, insurance, could you cover this person going into rehab? If that person wants to go into rehab, I think that's that's usually the issue. And, and uh, when, when the person who's addicted wants to get help, I think that's the, the best sign of that person being on his way or on their way to getting the help that they need or on their way to getting recovering. Right. So when they, when they want to go to rehab, but if there's blockades up like insurance that prevent you from doing the the simplest, not maybe not simplest, but once you're, once you're ready to go to rehab and you can't go because of insurance, it seems like a, crazy flaw in the system. So it would have been nice to hear Joe Billings hear that story and then go, Hey, yeah, this is actually something we've addressed, <laughs> you know, and, and maybe it just wasn't part of her. Maybe she just didn't know him to want to speak of it and, and could have spoke of sp- speak about it later. Maybe we can get her on here at some point and talk about it. Cause obviously if they have legislation, Steve Doyle uh, shared on his Facebook page that he was part of this legislation and it's always, you know, Hey, we're working bipartisanly and, I think Jill said in the last with Governor Evers and Governor Scott Walker over those two administrations, they had passed 30 pieces of legislation that had to deal with overdose. Couldn't tell you what those were exactly because she just mentioned as a number. Got to mention that it's bipartisan and we work together and Evers and Democrat, Scott Walker, Republican. Look what we did. But what was it? (laughs) So. And, and I'm sure it would be a super long, boring conversation about what it all was, but I kind of wonder how much of it was punishing people because that's always what we seem to do. We need more punishment. Uh, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, uh, the, the guy that beat up a teenager because he that teenager's girlfriend was a transgender person and we need to punish that guy more. And my question is, like, if, is he gonna go, if he's going to jail and he's going to go to jail for longer because... It's a quote-unquote hate crime. 
what happens when he's in jail? Because he's just going to stew for longer about, well, this is stupid. Why am I in, in jail for this? Or is he going to get help in jail? So, yeah, we can punish these people longer, but are they going to get the help that they need in terms of the... In one regard, they're they're in jail and they're forced to be there, so they might not want the help. So it's kind of harder to help somebody that's in jail. But when somebody wants to get into rehab and they can't get it, that's always very disheartening and seems discouraging in a way. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talk and text line if you want to get in here. Uh, libertarian guy is texting in. He says, you're discussing stage-based intervention for chemical dependency. Yeah, the best time for treatment is when someone is motivated. Funding for rehab is done via the local county of residence. Counties have limited dollars, so they are restricted with regard to how many people get into treatment because once the money is gone, it's gone. Counties then charge the client based upon the client's ability to pay. So right there it is, I guess. (laughs) Thanks for that, uh, libertarian guy. I, and I knew he was going to text me, and I knew I was going to get something from him. But yeah, right, the person, and that's the part that sucks, right? Because once the money is gone from the county, once the county can't help people that want to get into rehab or want to get help for their addiction, the money is gone. And uh, that shouldn't be the case. If somebody wants help, because usually the person that is addicted, I, don't, I guess maybe not usually, I have no idea. Is usually the person that's addicted probably doesn't have all the money in the world. Is that usually the case? Is they're spending all their money on drugs? Or is it a rich person that can spend a bunch of money on drugs, but also that person would be able to pay for rehab if they wanted, right? So it wouldn't be an issue. So yeah, back to the original thought. If you can't, we shouldn't have to worry about like whether or not somebody wants to get help can pay for the help. This is the, we're a part of a society and we should all figure that out and go you can go back to school lunch right like eh, kids want to eat school lunch they shouldn't be their parents shouldn't have to go into school lunch debt where the kids are denied food another avenue of this where we live in a society and that shouldn't be an issue i did listen to to some of the arguments about free school lunch and and just some kids uh i think somebody texted in and just buy a jar of peanut butter and a loaf of bread and and the kid will get free school. You know, you don't, you don't need to give them free school lunch. Parents can easily pay for a jar of peanut butter and a loaf of bread. Um, the optics of that are pretty terrible, and I'll get into that in a minute. Scott's comment coming up. Brad, one more round of news. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to the Cross Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. You want to get in here? Um, if you send me uh, seventy-five thousand word texts, really hard to read them on the air. Uh, libertarian guy is kind of an expert in what I was talking about before, and and just that we we recognize International Overdose Awareness Day yesterday in the city and the county, and um couple of people told their stories, including the mayor, of how they've been affected by overdose deaths. Uh, the mayor's sister and then a couple of mothers saw their adult sons. Didn't see that, but well, one, one actually did after the fact, but uh, saw their, experienced their kids dying of 
of overdoses, one one being a father of three. Uh, libertarian guy texted in, uh, and I was just talking about getting treatment, and if somebody wants to get treatment, we shouldn't really have to worry about, you know, can their insurance pick up the check, or can they uh, afford to get treatment? Um, a libertarian guy texted in, treatment is provided at many levels depending on the medical necessity. Inpatient residential rehabilitation is funded by county dollars, like he said before, uh, different levels of outpatient care that is funded by insurance as well as Medicaid. Residential treatment is the highest cost, so they have to be careful who gets in and who doesn't. Lesser levels of treatment are are treated first and are often successful. Lesser levels of treatment, oh yeah, are used first and often successful. Libertarian guys talk to tech sometimes. Uh, those levels of outpatient care are funded by insurance and Medicaid. Um, and then he made the point that said, my favorite word is free. Yeah. So if somebody wants to get treatment for something, yeah, they shouldn't have to worry about the cost because then they're not going to get treatment. There should be a menu, right? Like you look at the menu, what kind of treatment, but like who knows if you're a drug addict and you you want to get treatment, like what, I want level one treatment. No, I just want to not be a drug addict anymore. <laughs> You guys figure it out. I'll come to you. You diagnose me. And then you determine what kind of treatment I have. But it shouldn't be. I go and you diagnose me. You determine, you know, what's the best way to get me treated for drug for, for drugs. And then uh, option one is, you know, going to be covered by insurance. Option two is a little bit more costly. It's going to cost you $5,000. Option three, this would be the best for you. But, you know, it's the most expensive. Uh, no, that shouldn't be how it works. Otherwise, this person's just in and out of jail, in and out of drugs, never getting their life together, and we're paying for them in other ways. So, yeah, free. We should, shouldn't have to worry about free. Speaking of free, uh, if you heard Scott's comment talking about the election probe, just reversing the 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 optics of it if joe biden was doing all this stuff obviously we would all you know or half of us or a third of us or maybe everyone (laughs) would have a problem with joe biden being mad that the election didn't go his way even though he lost by seven million votes and uh this thing that happened 10 months ago we're still talking about and we're still still spending money so so scott mentioned that in his comment that we're spending six hundred seventy six thousand dollars in taxpayer money to go over the wisconsin election results uh, but there's a story on wisdom today that half of that money essentially is set aside for data and uh, for a data analysis contractor under the category of quote-unquote voting machines um, and then there's there's a bunch of other dollars dollar amounts that we figured out. Gableman is that judge, and he gets paid fifty five thousand um, dollars from his his contract started in August. It goes through December, August, September, October, November, December. So it's like a five month contract. So fifty five thousand dollars. So he's getting paid a little over a hundred thousand dollars. You know, if you want to go a year long, if it was a year long contract, so. But, and then there's some other money in here. And uh, maybe the most interesting part of, of all this is what Ron Johnson just recently said. 
in that there was nothing obviously skewed about the election results in Wisconsin. Uh, he, he essentially said that Trump, Trump kind of blew it. Uh, he said it's probably true that Biden maybe got 7 million more popular votes. That's the electoral reality. So to just say for sure, just say that for sure that this was a stolen election, Ron Johnson said, I don't agree with that. So, um, so there's that, but you don't hear him saying that all over Fox News. That was uh, that was an interesting. If you go and and look that video up, it's an interesting uh, video because I'm pretty sure somebody had a camera on their shoe. And instead of uh, Ron Johnson having the camera on his shoe, this person had the camera. They were probably holding their camera phone down by their pocket and had it on, and they were pretending to be a conservative, mad about the election, and recording Ron Johnson's statement, and then he basically told them that, yeah, Trump screwed up. And uh, that person was actually uh, not a conservative, and so they... (laughs) Essentially got Ron Johnson to say exactly what they wanted. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Tom, Southside Tom is on. Tom, are you there? Yeah, uh, Rick. Um, um, you just said that they're going to spend how many dollars to count the ballots again? Well, I don't know if it's counting. We're not counting the ballots again. To examine that? To examine that? Yes. Yeah, how, how many dollars? I'm questioning okay. you. Yep. Okay, you so I got a lot Please. of... I want to explain something to you, Rick. They gave me $300,000, Rick. Who? Over 30 years. Less than $10,000 a year. Okay. To do what? Okay. Who's they? What are you talking about? Like Social Security? The government. Okay. I'm a disability recipient. Okay, gotcha. I've been disabled for 30 years. Okay. They gave me $300,000 to somewhere between $300,000. And $400,000 over 30 years. They're going to spend $600,000, I think you said, to to examine those ballots? Do they have rocks in their heads? (laughs) Thanks, Tom. Uh, It wasn't $600,000. It was $676,000. But half of that is going to uh, analyze the, the voting machines in some way, shape, or form. Uh, there was a funny line in this story. Um, Gableman, where is it? Gableman said in an interview last month that he wanted to learn more about how voting mach- uh, the voting machines and how they worked, including the process of reporting official totals to the state elections committee. So he wants to know how voting machines work. But we already recounted the ballots. Don't we have paper ballots too? Didn't we recount those all over the place? Um, <laughs> you could go read how the voting machines work. Like, do you need someone to tell you? I don't know. It all seems a little goofy to me. And I think Scott's right. If you flip this clearly, and it was Joe Biden doing this, <laughs> I think Tom would still be mad. Tom that just called pretty mad that we're spending $676,000 on something that happened in November. And we've already gone through another election cycle with that. So I brought up uh, to William Garcia, the La Crosse County Democratic Party chair, uh, if we do have problems with this, and Ron Johnson apparently does not have a problem with the election results, if you go and grab that video off Twitter, uh, I should throw that video in the story. But 
he doesn't have problems with the election results. Well, if he's running for Senate next year, we haven't we don't know that either. But if he's running for Senate next year and he did have a problem with the election results two elections ago, then uh, he should be making a big stink about this because uh, his butt would be on the line, right? Like if the if the thing wasn't legit, then we would have to know uh, whether or not Ron Johnson's, you know, if he gets reelected, hard to say. I mean, we don't even know if he's running, but if he got reelected, whether or not that was legitimate, kind of like everybody, like in November and the last election. And we only question the one thing. A caller, who's this? You're on the air. If Trump cheated in a vote, I would be angry that anybody cheated. Shouldn't win. Shouldn't cheat to win. If you, you guys are news people, you should be looking at all the evidence that they have on what happened in the election. And instead of trying to down, you know, down what, what has been said, alleged, you guys don't even investigate it, and you guys call yourself news. It's ridiculous. It's a joke. Okay, what was wrong with the election? The, you have to go watch Mike Lindell's videos. They, they explain everything, what they did. China flipped the votes. The machines were connected to the Internet wirelessly. They weren't supposed to be. Um, they cheated. They used an algorithm um, from the 2010 census, and that created... Um, an algorithm. They created the algorithm to sway votes. They pulled votes away from Trump, gave them to Republicans so that Republicans won. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's many methods that they use to cheat, and you would never know it by counting the votes. You have to look at the machines. You have to have people forensically look at the information, and that is how they're seeing all this. All right. So, so if besides, they, if they turn it around, they should because so, they cheated. So you're all in on whatever Mike Lindell says. Who else is saying is bringing this up? There's a lot of people that that have um, look at Arizona. That hasn't come out yet. Look at Arizona. That Arizona's what? doing a forensic audit. That's who. That's who we're we're looking to wait for to see what their count is. And it sounds like their count is way off. Are you? But we already went through an election. Are you? Are you troubled by it's, the last election we went through? Yeah, I am because I they cheated. Who's that? Trump Trump had a ninety mile in Arizona a ninety mile uh, parade, and Arizona voted for for Biden. Okay, so because ninety he had, miles, you know how I mean that's a long ways for people to be uh, supporting Trump. Just because because he so, had a parade, yeah. he had what? a bigger because Trump had a bigger parade. That means he probably should have won. Well, come on. Slow Creepy Joe was sitting in his basement. You can't tell me that people supported him. I, I'm just sorry. Look look at the cabacle that he's doing now. People, and look people, at the mess our country is in. You understand I mean, that people is, probably don't support Joe Biden, but they think Trump is such a fool that they voted for the other guy because there's only two people on the ballot. Yeah. You, you, you know don't what? understand I don't that? I vote based on what somebody says. I vote on based on I'm what not, they do. I don't care who, what you Trump vote for. Think about a great economy for this. Us. But you're not you're not everybody you're not everybody. So you you want to vote well, on your views? Of, 
The, you don't Wisconsin think was flipped for for Biden when actually it went for Trump. Joe, you don't think oh, that yeah, somebody I'm angry about that. Joe, you don't think that uh, 10 months ago, somebody saw the past four years and went, wow, that Trump is really divisive and I don't like him. And I'm going to vote for the other guy because there are only two people on the ballot and I don't want to vote for Trump. You don't think anybody right. was like well, that? People, huh? Well, the people that voted for Biden are idiots. And it's clear, clearly shows with the economy we have. With the inflation that we have, with Afghanistan, it's it's just a joke. I mean, this guy seriously, I can't believe people are are happy they voted for him. So back when Trump first ran, you don't think people looked at Hillary Clinton and went, "Wow, she's crazy. I don't want to vote for her. I'm going to vote for Donald Trump." That didn't she happen crazy. either. She's a nut wagon. But those people were idiots. They didn't vote based on you know what was going on. They, they just they, voted you know for the they other guy. Cheated in their election. <laughs> Hillary cheated in their election, but they didn't cheat enough because Trump won. And that's exactly what went on here. Well, Trump Trump lost by 3 million votes in that one. He only lost by 3 million against Hillary and lost by 7 million against Joe Biden. So, you know, whatever. Uh, Northside Kent, the mayor of the Northside. Go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Rick. Wow. You got, a, you got your hands full tonight, brother. That's all right. But let, let, let's go back to the first time I voted. You know, you went in. You you got a paper ballot, you checked off who you wanted, you put it in a box, Democrats and Republicans counted them, and whoever won, won, right? I, I, when the first time you voted, what, in in life? In the presidential election, yeah, like when I was 18 years oh, old. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, I mean, it's... And I'm, I'm 64, so you can do the math, but I'm just saying, let's go back to the basics, paper ballot... Republicans and Democrats spotters can count the votes, but we do we do vote we do vote on no, a they don't. paper ballot. It, it, it's like all this machinery crap. It, it's bull, it's bull hunky. But but, but anyway, it is a, like I'm saying, but it is a piece of paper, and I why well, not? But but then they're turning it all all you know. But then we went back and Americans but, can't vote but, if you do that. But no, we went back and vote. But we went back and counted the votes in like Milwaukee and Dane counties, like we counted the ballots. We counted them. Right. Right. So, but they're not all paper ballots. A lot yeah, of them were electronic no, these machines. Let's no. just go back to paper ballots. Those are paper. They are had, paper ballots. No, 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 dude. <laughs> if you have a, a doctor's excuse saying you can't make it to the polling thing or you're disabled, then they'll mail you a ballot. You don't just mail ballots out to the whole world and say, hey, you want to vote? They do in five states, and those ballots that are mailed are made of paper. Right. But let's just go back to all paper ballots and make sure when they're counted, there's a Democrat and Republican counter present so we know everything's fair, right? Yeah, yeah, we we do that too. (laughs) So, uh, Okay, I don't understand. If they're not paper ballots that we mailed out, what are they? Plastic. Um, all right, I gotta take a break. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. Just a couple minutes left here, going down the rabbit hole of the November election of last year. Uh, I was like, what, a year and a half ago? Was it a year and a half ago? Not quite that long ago. Almost a, almost what, well, ten months ago? Almost a the anniversary of it coming up. <laughs> um, I think Mark's calling it, Mark. Is this Mark? Yeah, I'm Mark. Hey, Mark, go Am ahead. I on? Yeah, you're on the air, man. Go ahead. Yeah, I just got a question for you. On a scale of 1 to 10, how do you rate Biden on his performance? I would say uh, just overall everything. He probably yeah. He probably is at like a 6. <laughs> a 6? 
Yeah. Do you think that's a, do you think that's impressive? No, it's terrible. Well, I think it's terrible too. I, I think when your last caller was talking about uh, President Trump, they harassed him for four years straight. They false claims of Russia, Russia, Russia. You had the Congress that didn't want to get along with them and didn't want to pass anything. But the good news is Biden's got a couple rhinos up there to go along with some of this. Uh, pie in the sky, spend trillions and trillions of dollars. I don't know I mean, how we're going to pay for it all, but Mark, I guess my dad said money didn't grow on trees, but I guess it does now, huh? Yeah, I just got a minute here, Mark, but Trump had like the entire government as Republicans his first two years, and the only thing they they they, they passed, you know, the huge legislation that they passed was the tax cuts for uh, the filthy rich and corporations, and, and we get a, a pittance of that, but that's that's what we passed. Remember, we were fighting about health care all the way up through that. Uh, we didn't solve health care. When, when Republicans had the entire government, we could have solved health care, right? Because they have the plan. It was the secret plan. Every two weeks, we were going to learn the plan. Uh, we listened to that for four years. We never solved health care. I wish, I wish we would. I mean, that was part of the conversation we had earlier with uh, overdose deaths and um, just not something that anyone wants. To, it's hard, right? It's going to be hard to do that. But it would be nice if everyone got together and tried to solve it. But everybody has deep pockets and a lot of lobbyists are filling them. And uh, I think we can all agree on that one. As vague as that is. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody.